Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, April 13th. It is orange and white game week. I don't know if we're excited about that. How excited are you, Landon? Scale I'm really excited. I'm excited to be back in Neyland. Whatever it's for, I'm there. So I'm cool. Did you get your free tickets from the volunteer club? I have not. Before then. Are you are you doing it? Uh, I don't know. I haven't even like bought tickets, so I guess I need to do that. I don't know. <laughs> they might be sold out, dude. You never know. Hey, do you see those season ticket numbers? They might be. I'm so glad I bought season tickets for Tennessee. It was good. That's why you got to hang on, guys. It's, I got so many people getting waitlisted <laughs> and crap. You got to hang on for the terrible times. It's just part of it. Just just join in the madness, and maybe someday it'll pay off. I was talking about this weekend, talking about people who sell their master's tickets. Imagine being the idiot that sold their Bama ticket. Yeah. Um, I had somebody ask me um, on Facebook if I was getting rid of my Vanderbilt tickets for baseball. Oh, I just want to give you like a preference like or like a kind of baseline of where this is at. So two tickets right now for Saturday's game against Vanderbilt in two weeks is going or is the cheapest thing you can get on Ticketmaster for two is $340. Somebody asked me if I was giving them away. Oh, yeah. Well, here's what's funny. You could have gotten in for Friday night if you paid attention and maybe you were good at picking basketball. Uh, <laughs> you could have won the bracket challenge for Friday yeah. night. So, yeah. sorry. Uh, I hope this person isn't a nice, kind person. Sorry, loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's have a little bit of, uh, I don't know, awareness. Awareness, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, which, I, I, I listen, I would not have gone to the Alabama game this year if I didn't have season tickets. The, uh, if you paid for that, honestly – Kudos, you are a special kind of Tennessee fan. Yeah. Um, now, looking back, it was worth what you paid for it. Yes, that's true. It well, is a hindsight thing for sure. Yes, yeah. I mean, I told a lot of people that were asking about tickets. I was like, nah, don't even. Like, that's stupid. Don't do it. Yeah. So I'm sorry for giving you, I guess, kind of bad advice, but you also you had $1,000 extra than you would have had. So, you know, it is how, it's how it goes. Yeah. I wouldn't have taken a thousand dollars extra to be at that game. Never mind to not be at that game. Never mind. Yeah, I'm sorry for the bad advice. I've said it so many times. Some people, <laughs> yeah. some people have been like, I could have sold them for this. I'd be like, I, I would never be able to live with myself as a Tennessee fan ever. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Oh, but yes, happy birthday, Caleb. Thank you. Appreciate happy it. birthday, Nolan. You are old. 40, 42. Is that right? Forty. Yeah. Forty. Forty. Jackie Robinson yeah. here. Congrats. Yep. Thank you. Um, love you. Here's a video. It was one of my favorite videos of Caleb. It's before the Alabama game. It's like what four in the morning. 
Uh, I think I picked you up about 4.15, yeah? Yeah, here it is. Check this out. Hey, you tell me orange out, Danny White, I'm going to be oranged out. <laughs> Ignore my laugh, but that's a great video. <laughs> no, your laugh gets me. I mean, that is like, you can tell how, if you, you've heard Landon's laugh on this show, obviously. You can tell how early it is, how just deep, most of his laughs are high-pitched. So how <laughs> yeah. deep it is and how just just uh unenthusiastic it is yeah. landon's laughs are always very enthusiastic so it does have a you know it has that special landing character like dylan said goofy ass laugh it's still goofy yeah. as hell but uh yeah it's definitely different you can tell how early it is right there yeah it was very early um but it wouldn't be your birthday if i didn't sing to you so um <laughs> happy birthday to you happy birthday to you Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. I'm doing the Josh Heupel dance when they wished him happy birthday during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, happy birthday, the regular one, lame. That one is a banger. Yeah, dude. There's no denying that. Every time, yeah. I don't even think I know the words of happy birthday, the regular (laughs) song anymore. You're right. Um, Who needs it? Absolutely. Also, so going back to the Alabama game, since you showed that video too, I mean, I'm just so glad we got an orange out that day too. I got to wear that orange jumpsuit and not that I'm like super self-conscious, but you know, um, a little bit wearing that elsewhere would have, I would have been able to get over how goofy. I mean, I've worn a lot of goofy outfits kind of for the joke. I mean, that one, not only is it just phenomenal, it's a phenomenal outfit, but it also has to be worn in the right area. Yeah. It has to be worn a tad bit ironically. You're wearing it on the grill. I know my man was sweating. Oh, dude, it was hot that day, but something that sexy, you can't pull it off. Oh, literally, yeah. Like, it was, it's worth Take it. it off. So, no, it yeah, good. it was literally like stuck to your body when you tried to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wearing anything underneath, actually, is the nice. key to that. Yeah. This has been a fun tangent, man. Those are the classic, more important issues episodes you got to stay, stay in for. You know, it's going to be good when it starts off on a tangent. We've got a lot to cover today. Orange and white game, more commits. We've got a special guest on, Eric Woods. Writer for the Daily Beacon on the beat. To be honest, just saying I'm on the beat, that's a cool thing to say, by the way. It is pretty cool. Yeah. We'll never get to say it, but yeah, it is. No, cool. and I don't necessarily, I mean, I don't necessarily want to. Listen, Darren Ravel would hate me how loud I would scream in that press box on October 15th, 2022. So, well, I've actually done it to a baseball game. It is uh, <laughs> very uncomfortable of how quiet it is in there. Yeah, screw journalism. That's Especially what are those, what are those after, about? After, after you're like, oh, like I stood up after a home run. Yeah. I didn't go back in there. That was my last really? I tried right to be a capital J journalist for one day and uh it was it was miserable. Right, right fielder from Missouri. I think he's playing center field this year. Carlos Pena. He would have heard me from Lindsey Nelson's if you want to call it a press box. I don't know if that could be called that. We gotta upgrade that ASAP. Um he would have heard me from there. I can't I can't help myself. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean can't do it. Well props to him. I mean, usually this is a known fact. You put your worst player in right field. Uh, if he's getting the the promotion to center field, good on him. To be fair, I think Tennessee made Tennessee gave everyone in the state of Missouri false hope for that Missouri team. To be fair, they did. So you're welcome for that. <laughs> we gave you a good run, good start. Yeah. What else can you ask? We are going to talk baseball. Some interesting news popped up. We'll get into that, and then a big series. Uh, in Arkansas, can't wait. I can't. This is this is one of those that you just you kind of relish in that it's a good matchup, and then you also have not like 
it's really like people, I would think the Florida rivalry had more hate involved than this one. So it's not that level, but it's got enough drama around it that makes it more interesting. Yeah. And it's definitely like probably overblown mm-hmm. because of what happened last time. For sure. I mean, but then again, like, dude, I don't remember, like me and you probably had an argument two years ago. I have no, I have no recollection of that. <laughs> yeah, we probably have. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think uh, Dave Van Horn was on Fox and kind of talking about it. He said him and Tony went out to eat and had some drinks and some wine and, you know, laughed it off that their relationship is fine. So, um, boo, no, like get the drama rolling. It's it's so fake. They did not drink wine. There's no (laughs) way. Dude, Tony's Italian. Yeah. He's a, he's a wine guy. Come on. Dave Van Horn is not. Yeah, you can't drink wine with a last name like Van Horn. <laughs> Get out of here. What are you doing? Great, great last name now that I kind of separate the man from the man the man from the artist. That's a, that's a good name. Or the van from the artist. Bingo. Okay. I think uh you know, speaking of uh um Red Dead Redemption 2, it just reminds me of Van Horn trading. So it's Van Horn, right? I don't know. I think uh, it is Van Horn. Dylan, Dylan, you're Red Dead. Got rid of it. So. Yeah, that's a great game. I need to play it again. I got. I lost all of it. I lost all of. It. I was. I was roughly like. I was barely halfway through. I know I was in like chapter three, and I was over halfway through the game. And I mean, I dedicated a lot of man hours to that. All lost. I love how we're we're both Dylan in here. Oh, Dylan! What the heck, dude? What'd you do to us? Yes. Man, trying to put his name on everything. <laughs> um, all right, we got to get into the show. I'm sorry, we tangented it too long. We'll tangent later too. Don't worry. Don't don't think this is our last tangent. Have you met us? Right. Before we do jump into orange and white preview, I do want to tell you guys about our good friends at Underdog Collectibles. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly sports UT Sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by the University Commons Shopping Center next to Publix and Domino's to check them out. They're open six days a week with live YouTube shows three nights per week. Remember to always bet on the Underdog. Words to live by. I still got to get my Topps baseball card. We're going to do a card break eventually on the show. I couldn't get to the store in time, and I'm not buying from anywhere else. I'm only buying from Underdog. I don't trust anyone else in the business. It's Underdog or bust for me. Yeah, I got to. I love it. One more, one more tangent before we get in the show. I meant to meant to tell you this. So today I go into Weigel's on John Severe. Uh, you know, I got to pick me up some Zinnies for the road, make sure I was covered. <laughs> and uh, guy in there, they they just ask you your birthday from when you buy those. They don't check your ID. I was like four thirteen ninety five. It goes through. I don't know if you do this at gas stations. Like the, it's always like it, it'll like ding to tell you the card's approved, and then it takes a few minutes to say approved. And they're kind of weird about it. So anyways, take my card out, start walking towards the door. And the guy just like yells at me. He's like, hey, hey. And I was like, oh, God, my card like didn't go through. Like, I don't know what I've done. Turn around. He's like, happy birthday, man. I was like, thanks. (laughs) Guess they just registered that today was 413 for him. I don't know. But I was like, that is a hell of a way to tell someone happy birthday. I about like, I was like, golly, like what happened? Like, 
like did I did I get hacked again? <laughs> I, just, I don't know if y'all know. I've I've gotten a lot of money taken out of my bank account recently, so I was a little nervous. It's probably me signing you up for all those like free cars, like in the mall. Did you sign? Were, were you the one who signed me up for the Cotton Joe emails? <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have hit unsubscribe so many times. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sue the Joe. Real friends sign other friends up for for free <laughs> stuff. I've never done that to you, by the way. But <laughs> yeah, now, now I know. Now I know. So, I just want yeah. you to have free stuff, Caleb. Eventually, you're going to win. Yeah. Um, let, let's get into the orange and white game real quick. I mean, there's not a lot other than, like, you get to be back in Neyland. Um, I'm, it's supposedly going to be decent weather, I hope. Um, it's weird because the entire baseball season so far, we've had the worst weather whatsoever. Um, yeah. The only time it was good is we were away at LSU. So hopefully that's better th- this weekend. And, you know, again, just kind of like – I don't know if it's much really – you're not going to take anything out of the orange and white game other than no. like who's out there, You may, maybe who's not out there. Um, but even like some of the starters, they might play one series and be done. Like it's just not yeah, – it's not what it used to be. And it used to be like they'd have – you know, Butch Jones try to make it into a huge thing. So maybe it is a blessing that it's not anymore. <laughs> um, but they used to have, like, you, you could go down and, and get all the players' autographs with the NIL and all that stuff. That's that's no more. I do think, by the way, speaking of that, if you're going to charge fans $10, you got to do something like that, right? Is it is it 10 or 5 Five. So, is it? I don't know. Whatever. Five dollars. Okay, Sorry. Sorry. Ten. No, I'm out. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Get this man five dollars. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're gonna do that, you have to have right. You would think they'd have Maybe. some sort of benefit to it, but um it, it doesn't look like it's they're not doing autographs on the field, so I don't know what well eh. Maybe it's a next year thing. Maybe it's got a you know some time to work. You mentioned I'm sure there's some hurdles with NILs because those guys can go and make money elsewhere, but at the same time, if you're an NFL player, you have certain things you have to do as a part of a team. So I don't know exactly what the hurdles are. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I, I don't want to see the offense turn the football over. I want the like it's kind of the. I kind of do yeah. though. Like I kind of want the defense well, to go yeah, take that, it. It's like, kind of like one, like one or the other. You know, you want to you want to <laughs> see the, you know the the edge rushers have a big day, but you also don't want to see the tackles have a terrible day. So I want to see both teams have fun. Yeah. Fall. Um. So yeah, like take care of the football defense make some plays and you know i think it's it's a time to see kind of these newcomers is pretty much all really you're you're gonna see i, I want to see what Kenan peely looks like as a person mm-hmm. i mean you're not probably gonna see him a lot but like mm-hmm. apparently he is this big dude travel tat i meant to ask um we have eric on if um what he thought about Kenan peely i mean travel tattoos are the scariest thing ever that you can have that worse than worse than like the the guys that have that uh, and like a face a face tattoo is one thing but like a tra- oh see i the, the guys that have the is it assassins that have the tally marks in their thumbs like they don't have to put it on their face they're scary regardless are those is that are like killmonger the like this is for every one of my kills i don't i it's terrifying whatever it is yeah. i don't know it might just be from movies mm, for all i know probably is. yeah but no, I think I mean I I mean yeah the orange and white game unfortunately it just is what it is it is a glorified practice. Um, they do like actually I mean, play though. It's not like a bunch. It's not like this show 
thing that Butch Jones right. like this staff wants them to just it's a scrimmage. Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, that's like you the orange and white game, I think the reason it's lost its luster with fans more so than it has changed over the years and you have seen less of, of some players, but I mean, that's just kind of the nature of, of football's like it, it has gotten physically tougher because people have gotten stronger, faster, whatever you don't want to say. So that's kind of the nature of it. But also the, the orange and white game is, is for kids. Like that's, it's for kids that don't get to always go in the stadium. They finally get to go and, and see their team play. And like that, that's unfortunately for adult fans. It is what it is. Like, that's it. I think if you're wanting to get something out of it, like see something that, um, at expectations, it's the young guys, like the the Dylan Sampson, the Deshaun Bishop, uh, their outlook for that day. It's going to be something you can kind of maybe not. It's not going to have much meaning for the 2023 season, but it's it could obviously. Dylan Sampson will be impactful for sure. Um, and then you're going to see future what 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 that future can kind of look like. Um, and so, so I mean, it's I think it's one of those. For me, yeah, that's how I'm- and it, maybe it helps in some way. Like some, maybe some guy can win a spot out of Saturday. Yeah, um, you know, we're talking about the the right guard position in, in the interview, and um, you know, that's that's got or yes, the the right guard position. Yeah, um, you know, that's got to be some, a place where I'm looking. Like, who's the first one there? Um, who comes in after him? You know, how do they look? Um, who are they going up against? You know, things like that. Um, and maybe as a common fan, you're not really looking at that. You just want to see decent football, and that's fine too. <laughs> Let's throw some yeah, balls. Think, Let's have some fun out of it. I think you – I mean, I, that's one thing that it, it's going to help with Josh Heupel is you are going to have a level of fun offense. Like, you can guarantee there are going to be some big hit plays. For a lot of reasons, the offense is going to be good again Then again this year. Uh, a lot of guys in that second team are, are athletic, fast – guys that that can bust wide open um so i think there you, you do have that but also it's just the nature of this offense so i think that's a you talk about like with bush jones how much these just kind of sucked with jeremy pruitt these just kind of sucked um you don't really with josh heupel there's always going to be a level of enthusiasm because of big offensive plays what was like the the ring thing that um butch jones did that was they did it every they did it for every game um the the circle of life. Yes, that one. yeah, yeah. That was a. Uh, I will be I mean, honest. Players, like I liked it during that. Point. It. <laughs> like it was cool. Well, it, it's point. hard to it's hard to hate on so much because the players did enjoy it. It's kind of like the Kansas State thing. That is the cheesiest thing of all time. But I kind of like it because the players really liked it. Wait, what? The the Kansas State basketball the clap where they get high by just clapping to. Oh, dude, that's electric. Electric? Yeah. Landon, that's you cannot tell me that's not the cheesy. I like it. I like it because I love when teams buy into stuff and they just make it their own. But it's it's cheesy. Like it's it's cheesy, bro. That low down. That's that's a bop. I'm not. I mean, it's, it has nothing to do with the song. It's that they're all in a circle just clapping together. That's some. That's some summer it's, camp. It's very simple, but sleepaway it's very summer electric. camp stuff. I like it because, like I said, I You're love like you that don't like it. People buy in. I love it. Like I do. But oh no, Dylan just said the new call me maybe. That's <laughs> where I draw a line. Okay, Caleb. Caleb can hate on it for one thing. But you're so not here's call it here's call my thing. Maybe. So here's here's my proof of how cheesy it is. LSU doing it. Electric. LSU women's basketball. Electric. Oh, they started doing it. 
Yeah, I don't know if it was to. I think it was to a different song, but yeah, they they started like all clapping together. So you got to have your own. I don't disagree, but like if someone else does it, it's ge- it's cheesy. You're. I mean, That's, it's your birthday, so I'll let you have it. But you're wrong. <laughs> it's a bop. So you're just referencing the song. Yeah, and like it, it's it's not. That's not it, what I'm talking well, about. Like, it, it's not some over blown thing like i mean they're they're in the locker room and like you're gonna see it more though because it got blown up in the ncaa tournament it wasn't shown before the ncaa tournament so uh, did they do it all year long i'm i don't know about that but if i had to guess yeah <laughs> well that's pretty cool if no if I, it goes that again, long and you're still getting hyped for it in the ncaa tournament that's awesome I want to reiterate, I love the team buy-in, but like that circle of life thing, it was like cool that the team did it, but when we retrospectively, you've already said it's cheesy. No. Yeah, yeah you just did. Like, How I did I say it was to... cheesy? You didn't say, you didn't use the word cheesy, but you were about to say you didn't like it, looking back. No. What? Okay, so what, what was your comments about the circle of life thing that Butch Jones did? Because that was player-led. That was Well, everything Butch Jones did sucked, looking back. But that that's not, like, that's anything with, I think, any team that does stuff like that. No matter if they're good or bad, like, you're going to look back. That stuff is, it's cheesy in any other environment. So why is it not in a basketball uniform? They're just clapping. There's nothing else to it. They're just clapping. Well, I mean, like, it's like the, the celebration for the double that Tennessee does where they get on a knee and put their hands over the face. Like, it's 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 some made-up thing that, like, you know, they're buying into it, and it's cool. And now, like, it's – now everybody's doing it. Yeah, when other people do it, it's cheesy. Well, I'm talking, like, like kids in, like, T-ball. They get to second base, and they're just, like, doing the – It's cheesy. Like, that's, that's what I mean. It's cheesy. I think you're getting cheesy and catchy mixed up. You know what it you know what it reminds me of? Uh the the clapping in the locker room thing. Again, I love it because teams buy in. Was it a commercial where is it the Under Armour commercial where they're all sitting there and a kid just starts singing? What is he saying? We ready? I don't know. Like to get them maybe yes, we ready. That's it. Cheesy. It's so cheesy, but it's all like it's awesome in that moment, but the event in and of itself is cheesy. You're breaking it down too much. You're, you're in the film room overanalyzing this. No, I said at the moment it came out. That was the first thing I said about it. This is cheesy. I like it because the team's bought in. It's that simple. Well, uh, the dude from Barcelona came in. He made it suck. They bought into it though, Landon. So what's the real deal? I like the coach. You know, him getting into it is cool too. But yeah, it's like, it's something so simple. I Whatever. Whatever this is, this conversation. You're acting like I don't like it. I mean, cheesy seems like you don't like it. See, you're you're someone. If I use the word weird, you associate that negatively. Just because I say something's weird doesn't mean I don't like it. I'm weird as hell. I like myself. <laughs> Whatever. It's your birthday, man. It, I'm just you're, I'm just, you're, I'm you're, just living you're giving, in your world. You're unnecessarily giving cheesy a negative connotation, and it's it's not. I think it is like. Dude, if I see an if I see an eight year old break the egg over his face on a double because a kid tripped in left field trying to get a ball, I'm laughing. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. You would too. Yeah, yeah, you you would too. I don't know what like that's true. I think like my usage usage of cheesy is different than yours. 
Yeah, you're being negative. I think, yeah, I think cheesy is negative. Nah, I think it, no, I don't think it is. When I use cheesy, it's negative. That doesn't make it negative. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying like when I use it, if I were to say something is cheesy, I would mean it as like, I wouldn't do it. You should do more cheesy stuff. (laughs) It's fun. Cheesy's fun, dude. We did, what do you mean? We did a jersey exchange after the Alabama game. That is cheesy as it gets. Two adult men <laughs> taking off their shirts to swap. That's so cheesy. It was awesome, but it was the cheesiest. <laughs> we had the we had the Cheez-Its commercial lined up next week. That's how cheesy it was. I'm not even going to consider that cheesy. I think it was freaking badass. It was electric <laughs> as hell. But it was you just so said che- it's electric. You you just said something can be cheesy and electric. I because it can. Oh my! You need to open your mind, Dylan, Joe, weigh in in the comments. Me and Landon doing the jersey swap. How cheesy was it? Also, Austin, I agree. I don't even know how we got here, <laughs> which I love, but I have no idea how we got here. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, let, let's get into some recruiting real quick. Um, shut up, Joe. Would have been weird. It might have been weird. <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> dude. I was 100% sober by the third quarter. I had a hangover because I was too nervous to drink. I was 100% sober. Probably was too. So, I was hurt. There you I go. was hurting. Oh, I did. I mean, if Emily hadn't got me a coffee in the third quarter, I don't know. I didn't know there were Dunkin' Donuts in the stadium. If she hadn't done that, I would have died in section L. Death upon me. So, Tennessee got another commit. We did not. <laughs> We had Easter on Sunday. I hope everybody had a happy Easter. Um, so we got another commit that was two in, or that was three in two days. Um, so the last one that we got was Gage Ginther, three-star offensive lineman from uh, Colorado, and the number one player in Colorado. And look, look at this this size. This is a big human being. Like he's he's a get off the bus first guy for sure at his high school team. Uh, six five and a half, two hundred eighty-seven pounds. He's even played a senior year. He is he's still a junior in high school. That's stupid. What is it like? In, is it easier or harder to gain weight in Colorado? Harder, maybe. I don't know. Does the how many fat how many fat people do you know that live in Colorado? That's what I'm saying. Nepal, for example, high elevation. Well, this guy, we're not seen. calling this kid fat. He's just he's just bigger. Well, I'm just saying he's like a mountain of a, he is in the, the Colorado. Rockies. In the sense of how how easy is it to gain weight? I think not. Because there's just so much to do. I, no, I, I think high elevation, man. You just you're working hard all the time just to live. Think about it, I man. Those dudes are smoking pot. You can't tell me they don't have. Uh, so it's more impressive that he's two eighty seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he, the, the fact that he had to go put on that weight, that's in, that's incredible. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know about the edibles. I don't know what we're, we got some some people in the chat saying because of the edibles. I don't, I don't know about the edibles. Never been there. Um. All right. So I, hold on. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and concede. I looked up cheesy, even though I've been using it incorrectly. It is to describe something that is cheap badly made or inauthentic. So I'll take that loss. This is what I'll say about it. It was goofy, but 
but I loved it. Okay. Okay. I goofy. It's goofy as hell. Yes. It is so goofy. You didn't have to concede on your birthday, man. I was going to let you listen. I will. I will admit when I'm wrong. (laughs) Gladly. Well, thank you for reading that. I mean, I didn't know what the definition was. I started questioning because I have called, I've see, I've had to think about it because I have used not in like a direct negative way, but slightly negative. So I had to look up the direct or the actual definition. Yeah. Uh, also, um, before we got on the show, Kentucky was losing to LSU 11 to one. I just wanted to point that out there. Just getting freaking waxed. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I got a text message. I don't know what I said at the beginning of the show, but I was told that I was canceled. So, <laughs> from from a, from a specific Kentucky fan, I don't know if he's mad that I brought their terrible mascot to life this week or what. But I can't get canceled today. <laughs> it's, it's fourteen to five now, so they they've got plus a run back since. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Where where is it at? Baton Rouge, Lexington. Um, where is it? I don't know. Do you think Austin is still going to take us to Lexington? Do you think he regrets that now? He's definitely not going to. <laughs> I, I would not if I was a Kentucky fan. Yeah. I would not take the two of us. Absolutely it's not. Definitely not. It's a sixth inning, so one more run. You know, it could be run rule. Dude, I love the run rule because I love winning by nine or eight or whatever it may be and getting a walk-off. Like, that is so much fun. Oh, yeah. Walk-offs are one of the best things in sports. Which a lot of people hate golden goal soccer. They hate well, golden And when you look up, like, the... Uh, I usually word it like walk-off and then the score is like 14 to four. And you're just like, what? <laughs> How, did, How awesome. did we get here? Yeah, I think, I think uh, any sport that can end on a point scored is awesome. Because they're the best, ce- they're the best celebrations. Mm. Quinnipiac, uh, Quinnipiac, is that how you say it? Beaten, who they beat? Did you watch that video, Hunter sent? I did not. No, they it was, won in it was hockey. Yeah, they won hockey. in overtime. They won in the uh, Frozen Four, which, by the way, is a great name for college hockey. Their their Final Four. Um, they won in overtime. Electric celebration. It's Frozen Four cheesy. So, no, we're not weird. Goofy. We're just not goofy. Very goofy. Okay. But it's awesome, is it not? I, I, I agree, yeah. I thought you said Frozen Floor, which would be a great <laughs> name for like a hockey, like, I don't know if they have like a field like court name. names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good name. We're calling on you, Knoxville Coliseum. Yeah. Tonight, the Ice Body Bears Ducks. play on the Frozen Floor. That'd be badass. I Can mean, we trademark that? Hey, can we, Joe, we just Dylan, can you do we that? Did it. We get on that. Um, let, let's get into, uh, we got an interview with uh, Eric Woods from the Daily Beacon. Um, are we ready for that? Yeah, let's hit it. All right, let's do it. We now welcome onto the show a very special guest. We have Eric Woods. He is a beat writer on the beat for the Daily Beacon bringing us all the Vols news. Great follow on Twitter. I'll let him plug everything here later, but it's Eric C. Woods. Is that right? Correct. So go, go do that right now while we get through the intros. Um, with two Cs. I like that. <laughs> well, my middle name's Christopher, so it's okay. got, I got the extra in C in there. So. Nice. Where it works even better. Uh, so I, I do just kind of get to know you real quick. How, how long have you been writing for the Daily Beacon? What's that been on the beat like? So 
I started I started with the Beacon back in my sophomore year, which was 2021, around September-ish. Then so I started writing tennis that that spring. So this was last spring, and then um, yeah, and then I went through the summer, came back, and started writing women's soccer. And out of nowhere, our or not kind of out of nowhere, but our sports editor he left um, like a couple weeks before the Bama game. So and then I I applied for assistant sports editor and got the job, of course. And uh, my first game was Alabama. So oh wow, that was that was not a bad <laughs> experience. So yeah, um, so we, so, yeah, we got to keep you on the beat. Is that is that what we're hearing? What was that? We got to keep you on the beat. Is that what I'm hearing? Maybe, maybe I'm good luck, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that, that's awesome uh, to get to, to get to cover that. I know there's been some great games, both mm-hmm. football and basketball, and oh, then yeah. you got baseball coming up. That's presented a lot. Um, what's so just kind of, I know we're talking spring practice. I wanted to get you on um, because obviously this Saturday is the orange and white game mm-hmm. fans. First time, first chance to see, uh, a lot of the newcomers, stuff like that. What what was kind of your um, your big thing to look for in in this team coming out of last season, going into next season? Is there one thing that you can pinpoint? Um, the biggest thing, I think, there's a huge depth increase from last year. Um, obviously, the secondary got depleted last year, mm-hmm. and um, I think that was one of the main points in the off season that I've noticed. Um, but other than that. Um, the the running backs actually is something I'm um, I mean I, there's been kind of a lot of buzz about them but um, but with Jabari Small and Jalen Wright out um, Deshaun Bishop Bishop uh, Jabari or I can't think of names right now but <laughs> Dylan Deshaun, Sampson. Deshaun Bishop Dylan Sampson and then uh, Cam Selden those three have really um, impressed a lot this this spring so but yeah. And, yeah, and you're talking newcomers. Um, who uh, who else besides you know you mentioned Cam Seldon and, and Deshaun Bishop? Mm-hmm. Are there any other newcomers that have just? I know you don't get to see a whole lot, but like yeah. kind of just stick out to you. Yeah, I mean we get like 15 minutes, so obviously our our first <laughs> eyes go to Nico and Joe. But sure. other than that, I've been really impressed with um, Dante Thornton. Um, yeah. So he's kind of. I mean, his transfer was kind of a big deal, but he's also kind of gone under the radar a little bit but but yeah i mean he's he's six five really good speed i think he'll think he'll fit right in yeah i don't think we're gonna have any kind of uh let down at the receiver position no. going forward <laughs> no i mean hypo hypo said it at his first press conference he was like he was like receivers it was a it was a big question mark for people watching the team coming in last year and he was basically saying it's the same way this year, but I have no worries about it. So, okay. yeah, yeah, well, that and that, I mean, that's something we've talked about, and how you kind of got to expect a drop off with this offense losing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hidden Hooker, obviously, Joe Milton gets a start in the uh, final two games of the season, which is is huge for development. Mm-hmm. Is, is is there anywhere that's a drop off? I mean, quarterback, maybe you expect it, but um, not not really. I mean, obviously, offensive line is going to be losing a lot. Um, there's, I think there's some talent in there. I see, um, seen a little bit of Sham Umarov, who's, he's looked pretty solid. I mean, obviously he's a freshman, but, um, but I mean, just the way I see him when he's, when he's doing drills, I see him like, if he messed something up, he's going, he's going to a veteran O lineman already and seeing what could I do better? Things like that. Um, 
But other than that, I mean, obviously it's really hard to like, oh, I'm watching, I'm watching <laughs> offensive linemen right now. So it's hard to see that a lot, but I think, I think that's going to be the biggest question mark in terms of drop off. And then obviously tight end too with, with no Princeton fan, but it's not like he was a huge part of the passing game, but he's also really, um, his, his presence was, will be missed of course. Yeah. And you mentioned the, the tight ends and that's kind of what I wanted to ask about because, you know, the three guys that are kind of listed as, I don't know, uh, scholarship guys are pretty much pass catchers or have been pass catchers the majority yeah. of their high school career or early college career. Um, you know, what have you seen kind of from them and in, in terms of like, I guess, how big they look? Do they look yeah. like they could handle their own in the SEC, I guess? Is what oh, I'm yeah. Saying. I mean, I think I think the biggest presence I've seen is Ethan Davis. He's, I mean, he's a freshman, but he's, he's huge. I don't know the exact, I can't think of the exact measurements on him, but He's he's huge. Um, I don't think I don't know how much he'll contribute this year, but there's been a lot of um, uh, Joe Milton and Jacob Warren working out together and um, just connecting on on the field, of course. Um, but yeah, um, and even yeah. Davis, that's a weird one because like he just tore his ACL like not even a year mm -hmm. ago. So for him to already kind of make some noise in spring practice is pretty impressive. Yeah, um, I haven't. He's been kind of off and on a little bit and he's been wearing a red jersey and so but I think I think for me watching him the biggest thing I see is just how big of a body he is really. Yeah. Does that does that translate to I mean Landon mentioned a lot of pass catchers in here does that translate to uh, I mean size is big strength though or does it look mm -hmm. like Um it looks like it I mean he's not um obviously there hasn't been much contact stuff that we've seen but um, he looks, he, I mean, he's tall, of course, but he does look pretty, pretty stout. And I think he, I want to say he's like in the, I don't know, 250, 260 range. I don't, I don't know oh, wow. the exact, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but <laughs> yeah, he's big. Right, that's, that's I'm a also 5'10", 140, so. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you brought up Princeton Fant too. We, me and Landon discussed this. Uh, how can they find anyone to utilize? Is there someone that stands out? to utilize like a fullback or, I mean, he even played running back some last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, Princeton Fant was a really not surprise, but the, just the way he used him. There was a game he almost caught I'll, a touchdown. I'll say it, surprise. He, yeah. surprised, he surprised the hell out of me. I mean, that yeah. was a see like that from his, the previous season with Heupel to, to last season. I know oh, all yeah. you had to do with getting him in. Uh, situations that favored him, but still, I mean, to do what yeah. he did was incredible. Yeah, it was yeah, really the, cool. The production was always that. Uh, that's kind of been the most like, like where has that been? <laughs> but he's all he's also played like eight different positions as he's oh, on yeah. campus. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in terms of pure utility guys, I don't. Um, the only one, the only one that comes to mind, I think that I could see being that utility guy. It's kind of obvious, but Cam Seldon. Um, came in as a wide, wide receiver he could he could play defense he could play, and right now he's listed as a running back so in terms of just utility I, I think um, I think that guy's Cam Seldon last last question for offense are you you may have been too because you're you're a Knoxville guy and then obviously mm -hmm. still living in the Knoxville area mm -hmm. uh, if you weren't on the Deshaun Bishop train are you now officially on the Deshaun Bishop train yeah I've heard a <laughs> lot I haven't like I haven't closely watched him but every because most of most of the 
stuff he's done has been in the scrimmages where I can't watch, mm-hmm. but I think he's had a I think he's had a touchdown in every in every scrimmage so far. So um but Sorry, yeah, yeah, I mean just yeah. Um print the NIL downhill runner, super physical. <laughs> so I'm excited about him. I don't know I don't know in terms of production this year, obviously the obviously the uh the the backfield is absolutely oh, yeah. loaded right now. So, but there's going to be no shortage of depth there, and every single one of those guys will come and contribute if they if they have the opportunity. So, who's your uh, first guy off the bus guy <laughs> on this team? Yeah, we do um, a size one biggest scariest yeah. athletic athletic Ooh. production doesn't Pissed. even matter. Just like who <laughs> is the most intimidating factor on that? Oh team? man, uh, man, I'm gonna. I can't really. Is it Mike Eckler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't really. I can't really think of um, any any answers for that. But uh, I'm trying to. Did, I mean, did Mike Eckler? probably up there too. Yeah, I mean, what, what was that? Did Did Mike Eckler drop the fart in a skillet again today? Was that today that he did that? Um, I actually I wasn't there this morning. Okay. Um, so yes, he he did. He talked about <laughs> D. Williams being a fart in a skillet. <laughs> He said he said a he said a little bit of um, in- interesting things today. I know that but. <laughs> he seems like a guy that's lost some bets to his buddies that he's got to fit in words <laughs> yeah. in his press conference. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Ex- I mean, we're we're often. I've never heard fart in a skillet, and I mean, I've heard some southern terms before. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was. I'm not going to get into detail on the <laughs> stuff, but I don't. It was it was definitely interesting, but yeah, um, but yeah, Dante Thornton is. I was, I didn't, he, he looks, he looks six, five for sure. Yeah. He's the um, part. But yeah. And then, like I said, Ethan Davis, those are, I mean, obviously I'm, uh, I'm mainly watching the offensive side of the field and then the defense is on the other side, but. Um, well, Joe's but yeah. probably up there too, but he's lost a little bit of weight. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all, I don't know if he's, I don't know in terms of weight loss, but. He's he still looks big. I mean, yeah, especially standing next to Nico. Yeah, especially standing next to Nico. He's like, Nico's like a stick right now. He's he's adding on some muscle, but, but yeah. So we we've got to ask. I mean, there's a five star freshman coming in. It's got to be, and it's been the rumor talks all around. Does it look, whether it's competition or not? I mean, I yeah. think a lot of us say no. Does it look like a competition? Are there competitive? Um, uh, I guess uh, they're not really reps at that point because they're not you're not seeing team reps. But does it look like a competitive room right now? Um, a little bit. Um, I think obviously Joe's the obvious starter right now. Nico, to me, it looks like Nico's um, trying to get a more fluid motion instead of just kind of. I don't know if you watched much tape of him, but he was kind of slinging it before, and it looks like he's trying to like clean up that clean up that form and everything. But I don't. I think I think the expectations for him should definitely be tampered a little bit, but it's okay, you know. Um, right now, Joe's the starter. Um, he's looked he's looked really good, um, but Nico yeah, just really get ready hasn't. For next year, that's all we need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it, I mean, it is nice. Like Tennessee, previous years, you're you're hoping that five star comes in and is mm-hmm. the guy tomorrow, and now hopefully he gets to learn behind behind Joe Milton. Uh, yeah. You know has an orange bowl like season and it's mm-hmm. injury free. So I, I mean, yeah, you've heard, I think somebody dropped the super hot take that Tennessee was already regretting the NIL deals. So 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> he's he's a freshman. He looks like a freshman. He's talented. That's that's pretty much it right now. But um, the, the cool thing is he he looks he looks like he's ready for business though. Like yeah. when he's he's not messing around or anything. When he's in practice, if if he misses a throw, I I see him go talk to. I just see him go turn around to Joe and start talking to him. So he definitely he definitely wants to succeed from what I see. I mean, obviously, but, but yeah. Uh, hard hitting journalism journalism question: Is he does he look better in eight or twelve? I think he looks better in eight. So right. I was I got out there and I was I was because I got the roster sheet first day of spring practice and I was like number twelve that just doesn't look right because he wore number eight for Orange Bowl practice. So that's that's when I saw him first. So he definitely looks better in eight. Yeah, single digits, the, that can be the difference in a four oh, and a yeah. five star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that should make you feel better then. Uh, <laughs> five stars wearing 12. You should be happy about that. Yeah. Uh, I know we had some questions about the defensive side of the ball. You mentioned depth uh, mm-hmm. as the entire team. I mean, how noticeable is it? Especially you, secondary, linebacker, is it? Uh, we, we've even talked about defensive line. I mean, just the names. Mm-hmm. There's actual names there now. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of – I think the most – or the most crucial thing is that they're already getting reps in this spring. Like all of, all of the guys coming in are pretty much, are pretty much already enrolled. But I think the biggest thing is going to be secondary. Like you've got um, just off the top of my head, Gabe, Judy, Loudy. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Gabe, Judy there. (laughs) Lally. That's it. Yeah. But um, Gabe, Judy, Lally, um, Jordan Matthews, uh, and then there's the guys like Kamal Haddon coming back. And so is Warren Burrell practicing and is he in a red I, jersey? I can't remember. I haven't seen him. There's there's so many there's so many people in red jerseys and missing <laughs> yeah. this spring that I, I'm like losing I'm losing track of it to be honest. But Yeah, that, and that's the thing with the Orange and White game. It's like I mean, so many starters and stuff probably mm-hmm. aren't gonna go through it. And it's a good thing to have. Like you can get people prepared you know, in case mm-hmm. they need to go in, but like you don't yeah. have to utilize your starters in an orange yeah. game. No one's, a, no one on Tennessee staff is worried about this game on Saturday. Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing is like you're not gonna watch the orange and white game and think they're going for a national championship. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like I mean, off the top of my head, uh, there's like I said earlier, Jabari and Jabari and Jalen Wright, um, and then Brew McCoy, Squirrel Wright's been been out sometimes, um, and that's just that's just off the tip of my head. So um, there's, I think it's going to be good for the young guys to get in there. And I think, I think that's going to be the main thing that sticks out is the, is the young talent in this, this recruiting class coming in. Do you, um, as a media member, do you like the morning practices? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll yeah, be honest. I've heard mixed things. I heard people really enjoy See, it. And I heard people hate it. Well, I like it because I can kind of get in there before class sometimes, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the biggest morning person, but yeah, also sure. you don't also, do a lot of these guys. You can just go back to their home office too. After that, like you're, you gotta go, you gotta stay on campus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'll be, I'm on campus all day. So that just makes me have to get to campus earlier and be there longer. So, I mean, it's, it is what it is, you know, but um, any other time I probably wouldn't, I'd probably have class in between it. So I guess, I guess it's fine, but sure. The uh, I I don't want to get away from football too much, but I do want to ask you about basketball. How awesome was Madison Square Garden? Oh, I mean, it was 
Madison Square Garden is a bucket list arena for me. Um, like, I mean, I grew up watching NBA and uh, basketball is like my favorite sport. So to be in there, um, I think I think it was Wes Rucker. He tweeted. He was like, he walked in and he was like, "Man, if these walls could speak," <laughs> and just the amount of history in there was was really cool to just be a part of. Um, I ended up having to sit in the media overflow, which was on the top, like on the top bridge. So that was a little mm -hmm. bit of a letdown. <laughs> but um, but I mean, it was you look up and you see see Walt Frazier and the Raptors, Patrick Ewing, and all those different different legends and charles oakley there like on in the rafters or or was he just there he was he's the like famous knicks player that got like kicked out like oh, they, like, they oh yeah out, that's like, right oh, no, i don't think he was there okay but him and, him and uro should probably get into it oh, Mello oh yeah. was there oh man Urosh. yeah Mello was there <laughs> oh nice did you get to see the so, kansas state game uh before Oh, I did. That was probably the probably one of the best basketball games I've ever watched. So yeah, and then you had to I mean, turn around and watch Tennessee and FAU. Yeah. Now, yeah. Speaking of was, speaking of letdowns that you had that night, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a little rough. Um, I was I was excited to cover another game in the Garden, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's uh, but yeah. I, I do want to ask about basketball too, just as far as um, obviously we don't know who's staying right now. It looks like uh, Olivier's gone. I, I guess there's not been any yeah. final word and you can always come out of the portal, but you have, a, you have an expectation for next year. You still got to wait and see who's, who's coming back. Um, I mean, I think, I think next year they'll still be a very good basketball team. Um, I mean, I think I could really see, I'm really high on Jemai Meshack for a good reason. Um, I, I think he's going to take a big step. Um, but in terms of returning production, I don't, like or I guess the the seniors that were leaving, mm -hmm. I don't I don't know what's going on with Olivier, um, and then obviously Santi and um, I don't know if they want Euros <laughs> back, but <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean Tobe Iwaka looks really good, um, and then if if Sakai if Sakai comes back, um, or I don't know when he'll be back, but um, he'll obviously be really good. I think. ACL tears are a lot easier to come back oh, yeah. from than they were in the past. So absolutely. But yeah, um, there's, I think there's going to be a lot of um, competition in that, in that starting lineup and seeing who's, who takes over and stuff like that. But I really want to see a lot from DJ Jefferson because, because of the red shirt and you see him, you see him in, in pregame where he's just jumping out the gym yeah. and he's, he's a three level scorer and, I think as I think he could make a huge impact. But so speaking of DJ Jefferson and the the red shirt, is that the dumbest mm -hmm. rule of all time? That like football you can play in four games and still get a red shirt and basketball you can't play at all? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's I don't I don't like it at all because I I really wanted to see him yeah. to be well, honest. I'm, I'm sure other those teams... blowout games, Alabama. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like why not throw <laughs> them in? So I'm sure. Yeah, I I'm think... sure some other teams could have benefited from it, but I feel like in recent years Tennessee could have really benefited from them playing. You know, either 25 percent, 33 percent, whatever that cutoff is for oh, football, yeah. they could have really benefited because there's some guys that just didn't haven't looked ready for a full season. Um, Redshirt oh, yeah. was needed, but. They also looked like they could have used 
Wayne Tom. Oh, yeah. I think Jonas Adu is yeah. is a great example of a guy like that. He would have been awesome to redshirt, mm-hmm. but he also needed to play. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think same same way with like BJ Edwards too. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't it was really it was really weird how he was used this year. I thought right. I thought he'd get a much bigger role going without Zakai, of course, but that didn't happen. I but, think it does speak I to mean, I, you talk about Jamal Meshack. I mean the steps he took when just when Zakai went down, I think that that speaks to to what he was able to do. Cause I think if he doesn't oh, yeah. have the type of impact on the offensive end, which I know there were nights it was a miss, but some nights it was a hit. I think if that isn't a hit mm-hmm. at all, it's probably see BJ, BJ Edwards more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jemai Meshek though, like he was, he showed he wasn't afraid to take the shot either. So that was, that was really cool. But yeah. And then with BJ, I, I watched him in high school quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I watched him. I watched him in an AU tournament against Mikey Williams and oh, nice. uh, he dropped, he dropped 30 points on Mikey and Mikey had nine. And at that point I was like, this guy is a stud. <laughs> and I was, I, so as soon as he committed to UT, I was like, Oh, he's going to, he's going to be like a Zakai Ziegler type player his first year, which it wasn't, I guess, looking back, wasn't that realistic. <laughs> yeah. but... <laughs> that was a, uh... Could could have been. I mean, first off, this guy is freshman year, and at his size, five. What does he list? Oh, yeah. What is he listed at? Do you know? We've talked about it. He's listed at five there's nine. No way. But there's no absolutely yeah, no cap. way. <laughs> yeah, there's. He looks. He looks a solid. Like, I'd give him. I give him five eight max. But I mean, I'm I'm like five ten, and I'm, I, I'm pretty noticeably taller than him. Yeah. So well, well, it's, it's just like you got to lie a little bit. Like Jalen Hyatt, yeah. they're listing oh, yeah. him as like two oh five. There ain't no way my man is good. He might be. He might oh, be in yeah. full pads. Have you considered that? Oh he yeah. Might, he's got the fro going on again, maybe. But you know, <laughs> there's never a single correct list. Yeah. Listed height. I mean, I, I did it too. I was six foot one eighty five. I'm still not six foot one eighty five. So. Oh yeah, coming when I was in high school, I was I was like five four. I, I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm five seven. It made me feel oh, tall. Yeah, 100%. That's the, I mean I'm so you you said you're five ten. He's noticeably shorter. I'm five eight, and I'm pretty sure he's shorter than me. I don't know about much, really? but I'm pretty sure he's shorter than me. I've never stood right next to him, but I've been around him, and and I can usually tell when people are shorter it. than me because it doesn't happen often. Yeah, I need to go up to him and have have us go back to back, and we'll do the do the little yeah, compare yeah. heights. <laughs> Mark him on a, a door frame. <laughs> yeah. Hey, short kings live forever. That's a like. That's what I got. Was a guy. Um, no, much respect. I've been I've been a short king for most of my life. I still kind of am. I kind of hit a growth spurt when I got out of high school, but it's so lucky. I, <laughs> envy. I'm filled with envy. Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry to get away with football. I know we we. Like I said, I want to talk orange and white, and it's awesome getting to see you cover the team. I've enjoyed following you and um, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's been a been a good follow. Um, anything that uh, we talked about at orange and white game, unfortunately, is just not. At least it should be more than a glorified practice this year, a little bit because they're charging fans. Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. anything though that you're like, hey, watch this guy? Yeah, I'm trying to trying to think. Give me. Um. I mean, I don't, I don't think outside of anyone. I'm sure I'm missing someone, but I don't think outside of anything. Anybody you mentioned, Dylan Sampson, Deshaun Bishop are going to be. Yeah, you know, I'm wondering about there. the offensive line. I, I want to see like kind of who's because I mean, 
not only do you have to replace Darnell Wright, you also have to replace mm-hmm. Jerome Carvin too. So, oh yeah, for um, sure. there's a big competition. I know, kind of the the tackle situation is weird. You kind of have mm-hmm. guys there, but the guard spot, like Jerome Carvin's been that guard forever. So, like, yeah, um, who's going to be that guard spot is kind of interesting to me. I really, I really don't know. Um, it's it's hard to look at it's hard to look at them like um, in practice and be like, oh, he's he's gonna he's gonna be that guy. But I think I think tomorrow, even though like everything else won't tell us a whole lot, I think tomorrow is gonna um, gonna tell us a little bit more about offensive line, of course. But I can't because there's so many guys who um, who are just coming in and. They have like they have the frame for it, but um, I can't I can't confidently say that. Oh, that's the guy mm-hmm, right yeah. now. And I think the staff is the same way. You're not going to know until probably <laughs> oh, yeah. the first first game yeah. or at least fall camp. Mm-hmm. You're hoping for July right now. That's yeah. that's your that's your target date yeah. for uh, yeah. someone in there. Um, I, I guess I mean we talked about defensive back. I, are they going to be better? Please. I th- I think so. I mean, as a group, as a group I, I too. Pretty, I mean, one would be good, but I think you need a group effort in the sense of the way this defense is gonna have to compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a lot better this year. Um, I think. I mean, there was. I think the main problem last year was there was just no depth, and I already addressed that a little bit. But um, I mean, you had um, was it Warren Warren Burrell that went down early mm-hmm. in the year and. Um, and then I can't remember who else missed time, but once, once they were gone, they were the two starting quarter cornerbacks. So it was, I think it was kind of doomed from the start once, I mean, when you have no depth, that's just how it's going to be. So, but I could, I've heard, I've seen, well, I've heard a lot of good things about, um, Gabe Judy, of course. Um, but other than that, I think there's a lot of just, there's going to be a lot of depth there. It can't get any worse. <laughs> no, no, Don't say not. that. We said that a lot in recent There's years. No under under way. Jeremy was, I mean, there was there was some really good outings from them too at points. Um, I mean, like Kentucky. I mean, obviously, Will Will Levis. Um, Appreciate him. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. One of our best but, players. <laughs> but I mean, you could you could say, oh well, Will Levis just had a bad game. But I mean, he the secondary did pretty solid there. Um, and then I think I'm not going to talk about South Carolina, yeah, but thank I you. think everything just kind of, kind of boiled over really there. Did you, did you travel? <laughs> Were you there? I did okay, not. Good. You're a, you're a better man <laughs> yeah, than yeah. me and Landon. So I'm happy for you. Yeah. I traveled. <laughs> yeah. I traveled to, I think the only thing I traveled to was Georgia, but I mean, I, I had, I had Bama and then the week after was UT Martin, I think. And then, um, was Georgia the week after that? Or, no, yeah. Georgia was after Kentucky. Georgia was after Kentucky, yeah. Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, so I did – I had like five straight weeks um, at home and then Georgia in between then. So – and then I just – I didn't. I ended up not going to South Carolina. So. What, a, what a start to, to cover in Tennessee football. Oh, I mean, yeah. What a run. Yeah, and then and- – yeah, I mean, I went to the Orange Bowl, and that was that was an experience in itself. That was that was really cool to um, to just to just be there in general. So. Did you get hit with an orange? Uh, I saw <laughs> Joe Milton tossing them things, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know where they're going. <laughs> I did not, but um, 
one one did come close. Okay. How, so uh, last question for me: How we've seen the video of him throwing an orange? How far do you think he can throw it? What's the total distance? I don't know because I haven't I haven't seen him like actually go over like sixty yards, but a sixty yard throw to him just looks effortless. So I'm yeah. I'm like I don't know what that would look like if you you put everything into it, but I mean I th- he could very well go end zone to end zone. <laughs> what was uh was it Demarcus Russell could throw it from his knees at the half line and hit the field goal post? Is that who it was? I can't probably. I think so. Right, we gotta we gotta test that. I, I hate to put that kind of karma, that kind of mojo on on him, but yeah. I would like to find out if that could be done again. Yeah, let's yeah. not go full bust <laughs> with with him. Um, I have one more question, and um, since you're a media member, who is your least favorite media member? We have a lot of friends in the media, so say Mike Wilson. Yeah, Mike Wilson. You can go Eric Kane, Ben McKee, Ryan Shumper, any of those guys. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't know if I had a least favorite. Just say Ryan. That's a good one. Ryan's a good one. Yeah, I'll, I'll take <laughs> yeah. Ryan. Um, every kind of everyone kind of um, everyone kind of goes at Ryan a little bit, and after or before uh, before media. Eric Kane, he's just so, a bully, isn't he? That's what he is. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really met anyone that's been like um, been terribly really? bad, but. Uh, so I don't I don't have any bad blood towards anyone, but <laughs> Eric Kane worst on the beat. You heard it here first of all, Vince. I, I think yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I'm glad it's been good for you. I'm I mean Madison Square Garden obviously is awesome. Um, to f- I mean first game's Bama. Please don't go anywhere. Uh, like I said, enjoyed following you on Twitter. That is Eric C Woods. If you guys want to follow him, is that right? right. Anywhere else? Hey, I know you guys have talked about with the Daily Beacon. Uh, that is um, for those that don't know. That is uh, the University of Tennessee's newspaper um know that y'all are looking at starting up podcasts stuff like that so keep an eye out where can they follow daily beacon on social media yeah so we have we have two accounts we have one for the just the daily beacon general that's i think it's just utk daily beacon and then we have our sports page where we um where we kind of where we do more obviously more sports (laughs) stuff um but yeah that's that's utk beacon sports and then if you if you guys ever want to read my stories, um, that's utdailybeacon.com. So, awesome. Well, yeah. We appreciate you, Eric, and uh, excited to, to see Tennessee in somewhat of action on Saturday and then uh, <laughs> going forward. So thank you for joining us, and uh, hope you have a good night. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, man. Yeah, you guys have a you good too, night. You too, brother. We're back. Shout out to Eric Woods. Appreciate him hopping on, talking a little ball. Keep up on the beat. Again, still love that. Got to use that more. I love this Facebook chat. I have no clue what's going on. Dude, I <laughs> had to step away, obviously. Um, Apparently, somebody's dog is this, is in this guy's yard. and It is not my dog or Landon's dog, by the way, because it probably looks like that. Or I don't think it's Eric's. I guess we should have asked him just to make sure. Um, What is going on? I just said, sir, this is a Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't. I'm so good. (laughs) Mind your business. This is our business, sir. Um, This is very much so. All right. This is awesome. I mean, electric stuff. <laughs> I mean, 
Dude, Facebook is the Wild thing. West. They say NIL is. Facebook is the Wild West. I mean, you never know what you're going to get on Facebook. No, you certainly don't. No. Shout out to Facebook. Love Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little uh, baseball. Well, hold on. Well, yeah, let's talk baseball. I have questions, but they can wait for. Okay. There, one is about spring game, but we'll. Do we'll you want to go ahead and get to it? It's up to you. I mean, we can talk baseball, and we can just do it with the rest of the questions. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so, baseball, we got a pitching change. I think, you know, if you listen to. Um, <laughs> can, do you guys have Facebook login? Can y'all go block him? I'm not going to be able to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing this he's over Jasmine, if, Jasmine if you were watching this show and are too preoccupied to get your dog please turn it off I will upload as soon as we're done you can watch it later <laughs> good lord uh, All right. I love this. I'm sorry but yeah so Tennessee is going to have a pitching change uh, if you listen to the bat flip on Monday I mean it, it just has to happen um, you're just not getting what you, you need from your starting pitching um, you know, Chase Burns will be cruising and then, you know, it'll just kind of all fall apart. Uh, Chase Dolander isn't pitching his best, but is pitching good enough to win ball games. Um, so I think you needed a change. And, um, Andrew Lindsay is the only starter listed for Tennessee. Um, and we'll get the start on Friday night against Arkansas. And it, it makes sense because he's one of your better bullpen arms. And he's been a starter in his career and probably would be a starter for Tennessee if Tennessee didn't return um, everybody that they had last year. So um, Andrew Lindsay gets a, gets a start. Again, like when you change stuff up, it, it seems like somebody has emerged. Um, you change it up, right. you know, it was Hunter Inslee and, you know, Griffin Merritt took a seat back you know, in that LSU series. And then Sunday had the, the best game of his Tennessee career. Zane didn't got moved to the nine hole against Texas A&M hits for the cycle. So, um, you know, you, when you change stuff up, it seems to have worked. And so this, uh, I think is the perfect, perfect opportunity to do that with, um, the amount of rest that you get in, in between, um, you know, you, you ended the series last year on, or last week on Saturday. So you get like a full, um, week's rest going into this week. I would go, if it were up to me, I would go beam on Saturday because he's been pitching on Saturday the past two weeks and he's been pitching well. I go beam on Saturday. I go Dolander and then Halverson on um, Sunday. Uh, I think I like that kind of dynamic between the two of them. Um, so I'd like to see kind of that on on Sunday. But Andrew Lindsay and then Chase Burns can come out of the pen. Um, you got Camden Sewell, um, Aaron Combs. I I'd love to see Aaron Combs some more. So you have a ton of arms. Um, but I definitely think this pitching staff needed a change. So you don't see Dolander. You don't think this could be a one-two inning kind of split start type deal. You don't see that happening with Dolander. I just don't think he's like. I mean, he's not the reason. I don't think he's pitching. I mean, I guess you could like you could go Hal. You yeah. could go Halverson if you really wanted to. I just don't see him. He didn't come out of the pen last year. Chase. Chase Burns did a little bit, you know, and Blade Tidwell came back some. So, um, I think I think you'll see Dolander be a starter one of the two, one of the other two days. Gotcha. I did, yeah, I, did, I mean I, that doesn't that makes sense. I guess I thought it, it could have been like a piggyback situation, not come in fourth inning type deal, maybe earlier than that. 
just and I mean, and that may depend too on what you get from from Lindsay too. Um, just what that looks like. I think it's interesting. I, I mean, I like what you said. Changes brought good things this year. I think it's got to. It had to be a tough decision. Um, you got three just studs. I mean, they're 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 dudes. They're all Americans. I mean, it had to be a tough decision, but obviously something had to change. You've only gotten one win between the your Friday Saturday guy, uh, your first two day guys in SEC play, um, each of them. So yeah, I mean, I I, I like this. Uh, I'm interested to see. I, I'm with you. I'd love to see Beam on Saturday, especially if it's uh, potentially trying to um, get a game back or something. I think you almost got to go with Beam. Make make Sunday a rubber match. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, well, you're you're saying beam on Sunday? No, I'm saying if if you lose Friday, I think you have to go beam on Saturday. Okay. I think I think if if you win, I, I don't know if it's a have to situation. I'm with you. I would like to see it, but I think if you lose Friday, I think it's got. I mean, beam has been your most consistent guy, and, and I, I mean, you're not wrong that it's not necessarily been your pitching, but the fact of the matter is, for whatever reason, the team's winning when beam's playing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see kind of what it, what it looks like when Andrew Lindsay's pitching. You know, how far can he go into a game? Um, mm-hmm. Do you kind of split it up? Because Camden Sewell can also start too. So is he – is it – and Xander Seacrest only threw for one inning on uh, Tuesday night. So he's he's available this weekend. So do you kind of have to split the game a little bit because, you know, Andrew Lindsay just hasn't pitched that much in terms yeah. of like I mean, multiple – innings like that yeah it seems like uh, for for multiple reasons you're probably gonna see a lot of arms this weekend <laughs> yeah yeah i agree yeah the the issue has been tennessee's lack of competitive at bats um, right now i know the starting pitching has been an uh, issue but when you're not hitting the baseball it doesn't matter that and then errors either yeah they're not they they're be, not helping out the starting pitching either. right and whether those are coming, you mentioned Florida. They didn't come in bunches, but then the Florida ones just came at the most inopportune times. They weren't good mm-hmm. um, times to, to happen. So definitely still got to find a way to get – listen, I mean, I, it's not like I'm expecting Tennessee to play perfect games every, every single time they uh, step out there, but there's plays, there's plays you got to make if, if you want to be successful. And that one in the – was that the third inning Friday, Thursday night? The what? I'm sorry. That that extended. Um, that was in the Dolander by 25 pitches. First. Was that in the first? Yeah. I almost said first. And I was like, surely I didn't. So yeah, that's like those can't happen when you're an out away from getting out of the inning. Um, we talked about it with um, LSU when that kind of same situation happened. So, um, yeah, pretty pretty nuts. Speaking of nuts, <laughs> um, dude, this is insane. If you're on Twitter, get over to Facebook. <laughs> absolutely insane. I don't know what I've got on my shirt. <laughs> we need to block him so bad. This is odd. I know. I think now. Just, at this let, point, him, he wants just to let him keep going. He wants to get it on. The, he wants to come on the show. <laughs> I mean, pitch, pitch, pitch to us there, Devontae Charleston, Levine, the third, junior. To third. That, I love that. The third, junior? The third, junior. <laughs> Explain. I mean, I guess he technically is a junior. Does a junior have to be the second? That's a good point, does it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know the rules. I don't either. Yeah, it has to be, but what a wild thing to get in on here. <laughs> um, man, I can't even focus. Um, I can't at Tennessee, all. This is awesome. Tennessee though. can't have the amount of strikeouts that they did on <laughs> Thursday and Friday night. I mean, that's when Tennessee can keep it under 
um, 10 strikeouts, they're usually scoring a ton of runs. Um, so I think that's the key this weekend. Competitive at bats. Um, don't look at strike three. And just, I mean, make them field it. Make them make a play. Um, and I, I think Arkansas, they're kind of – their pitching rotation is – they're out two bullpen guys. Their ace, Wiggins, is out for the year. So, um, you know, their whole kind of starting rotate or their whole pitching rotation is is slim. So, if you get in that bullpen, able to hit some <laughs> – oh I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Golly. Get this guy this is awesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> just 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 don't watch the chat. Just go to a different page. Don't watch the yeah, chat. We can't. No, let's not watch. Nobody watch the chat. Chat. Please keep pushing. I want to read later. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a great bullpen because of, you know, the guys that they've lost. So um, Tennessee can get in that bullpen. I, I feel like Tennessee has a good chance to win the series. And obviously you have the Dave Van Horn thing. You know, Tony Vitello should be fired up. I mean, he already – you didn't get the win over that, you know, Missouri, your alma mater. How about the team you, you formerly coached at and at Arkansas and go to Arkansas going to win? Because hmm. Arkansas fans have been circling this for a while now. And um, Logan Chambers, who kind of that spat was over, hit a home run on Tuesday. So, I'm interested to see if he gets any more playing time this weekend. Um, that'll be fun to see. Yeah, I'm excited for this series. It's going to be a good one. Um, and this is a good weekend I mean, to get going, man. Like, and and I mean, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a precursor to Omaha because they have Omaha plastered all over their stadium. I think so they changed it. That, I hope not. We kind of need that feel, you know, get that Omaha feel before you actually get to Omaha. Hogs. Yeah, it's 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 a TD America trade. The third stadium junior. Speaking of stadium, cheesy, the third junior. So <laughs> that is cheesy. that is cheesy. That is cheesy in a negative way. I don't think I need to clarify that anymore, yeah. but I will one more time. <laughs> yeah, this will be fun, though, and um, we're going to get to watch games at three Sunday. No, one Sunday. Uh, Eastern. That's a great question. Oh, I got it right here. Why did I ask that? I'm, I'm literally like looking at it. It is at 3 p.m. I was like, 3 p.m. sounds right, but also sounds Read late. Read off the whole um, weekend. All right, Friday, you are 8 p.m., Good start time. Saturday, 7 p.m. Good start time. Sunday, 3 p.m. Start time. Kind of late. Yeah. But we'll get to watch some of it together. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right, guys. Let's hit some, hit some questions. Yeah. All right. So uh, we already hit one in regards. Well, I guess. Uh, so in regards to this pitching change, do you view it as like, is this good or bad? Do you view it good for Tennessee or like, is this kind of a negative thing? Does that make sense? Yeah, I definitely don't think it's – I think it's just something that you have to do sometimes. Like, it, people have slumps. You know, Chase Burns isn't pitching well. I mean, there's – Right. He would say that. So, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think he's just got some stuff to clean up, and hopefully he can work that through and um, and bullpen work where he's not expected to, to throw multiple innings. Um he can go out there, get his confidence back. the The issue is like he's hanging the slider a little bit, and he's he's throwing, you know, ball when it's two strikes on him, and he's doing a good job of getting two strikes on him. But he's leaving, you know, he's throwing fastballs right over the heart of the plate, and you just can't do that in this league with the the hitters in it. 
Right. Right. I'm kind of with you there. I mean, I think it just had to happen. So I, I, like I said, to the balls to go out there and take an all American off the mound, I think takes a lot. Um, it's, they want to get the job done and, and Andrew Lindsay's got a good arm and there's other arms around them. So, yeah. um, I like it. My next question, this was kind of in the spring game. Uh, we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it. What are your thoughts on trying to move to like an FCS opponent? I've been saying it for a long time. I think this needs to be an FCS opponent. I think you got to make it like a game day. You can still pay decent checks to these FCS teams, help them cover. But I think more so than anything, it gets those young guys like real time. These reps are good for them, but you're still going to have guys that sit out in the fall or in the spring, excuse me. So I think it's it's good for young guys. It's good for FCS programs. It's good for fans. I, I just don't see this as a lose-lose situation. Maybe transfer portal complicates it for FCS teams, but I'd like to see an attempt be made to make something out of the spring. Yeah, I agree. I, I like to see, you know, a different opponent. Um, I'm sure the players would do. I just worry about, like, you know, these bigger programs, how serious are they going to take it? And, you know, is – is it kind of a lose-lose for – like, what if an SVF team does beat them? I guess it doesn't matter, but it – you know, do you want to go out there and, like – if you're not playing all your starters, you go out there and lose an FCS opponent. Like, d- does a lot of people cancel or cancel their <laughs> See, I don't, tickets I, or, you know – I don't know. I don't know what kind of effect it would have, but um, – I don't disagree with that, but I also think that's why it's got to be FCS. I've seen people, you know, float out the idea of Auburn-Alabama playing in the – and, and I, you know, that was Hugh Freeze that said that and doing charity. I, I don't think it can be that. I think it's got to be a game that's a, like, like you said, there's nothing to guarantee, but a guaranteed win for these big programs. Yeah. Even if it's like, I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a keep score, like go out and play. I mean, like we played against. Uh, see, I'm in, I'm in the, I think it needs to be a game, okay. I, especially like Tennessee's charging this year. I think if you're going to charge, I think it has to be a okay. game. I, I'm not saying they're completely in the wrong for charging. It takes a lot of money to just run that stadium for a day, but it's not – you also shouldn't expect a lot of people to show up if you're going to charge. I, th- I mean, and maybe you do coming off this year and the hi- hype for next year, but that's just – it, it, it's not a product, you know? Yeah. It just seems weird because you've never done it before. Or at least I they don't, I don't remember the last time they were it, – it's been, it's been sparingly. Um, it hadn't been obviously like a common thing, but it's happened. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not used to that. I'm, I mean, even when I, they probably were charging, I didn't have to pay for it. But um. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I, they charged one year when we were younger. Um, I don't remember if we went or not, but like you said, my parents paid if we did. Right. So. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like to see like somebody different in a different uniform. I think that's helpful. All right, let's get to some more questions real quick. Dylan, Joe, if y'all want to hop in this real quick. Um, I got a question that we kind of asked on Twitter this week, and um, I think it's something that that all of us can can kind of chat about for a second. Also, if you're in the chat, um, you can talk about this as well. Who is your who is the a Tennessee athlete that you were really excited for, and they just did not pan out for whatever reason? Oh, that's a good one. Cause I, I like you can you can go a lot. I the one I went with is JG, and just because I, um, so Caleb's gonna have to mark that off the chalkboard. But he is he's a guy where the we were at the Music City Bowl. He's walking off in that number two and in, in the the Smoky Grays, and I'm like, 
guys, that's that's our future quarterback right there. And you know, he I guess he was. I wasn't incorrect. He was the future quarterback, but he was awful. Yeah, I saw a good amount of people tossing out Harrison Bailey, and I feel like in recent years, like just in terms of like where, like I guess like the trajectory of the program was, like that was such a good time, and it was like when we were landing all these people, and it was just like this real glimpse of promise. Um, it's just it, it, even if like he had like a you know even a career at all at Tennessee, like it would be a different answer. But it was just the way that it played out from being, you know, your guy, your five star QB sensation to like not really even seeing the field anything serious so i mean i can't think of for football at least i'd have to think about basketball yeah and and he was a winner too like coming out of right. marietta like you know that whole team that he had around him um bj ojolari uh eric gilbert uh ricky white who's at michigan state i don't know where he ended up um you know that team was nasty and, he and was, so him, him being like in like he was on ESPN like a couple times. Yeah, he, he was won the Ramel state Keaton. title. So Ramel Keaton's a year older than him, but yes, but they were the same because that's what I thought. Same yeah, um, yeah. What was I say? But yeah, oh, that, yeah, that was he, one where I just thought he was gonna show out and and be a winner for Tennessee, and it just yeah, he played when he played. He wasn't terrible, but then right. he get, he transfers right. to UNLV and. He, I don't even think he was a starting quarterback there. So, just I mean, my lock stream for a while was a live video, and you hold it down of him just slinging the most beautiful pass you've ever seen, like thirty yards, mm-hmm. like right behind. Um, yeah, because that was gonna be like, I mean, that was my future. I, I started thinking the whole life. I was like, I've gone my whole life and just not had that Tennessee moment. I, I knew I was gonna be the difference maker. I knew once I came to college that I was gonna be the spark the team needed. So I thought sure. that Harrison Bailey was that future that I was gonna have to imprint, you know, my wisdom on. And so I was, you know, really excited about that. But I'm sure. <laughs> I also have a saved picture of him, and it was going to be just saved for if he beat Bama. It was a picture of him smiling on his Bama visit in a Bama uniform. And I could not wait. I knew exactly where it was in my phone. And if we ever beat Alabama – if he ever beat Alabama, I was ready to to unload it. And I, I think I deleted it because I never needed it. <laughs> But, yeah, there's a lot of Dylan Bates in there, which that was one. Um, I saw some Jalen Hurd. I don't really – I mean, he did transfer, but it wasn't like he was still like one of the leading rushers in, in Tennessee history. So, I don't really consider that one. Um, Urosh was <laughs> – I saw that a couple times. <laughs> Dylan, you got any? Uh, I don't know, off the bat, I think of – Jensen Jackson from back in the day. I mean, he was supposed to be coming in ready to replace Eric Berry, and then nothing kind of happened. But yeah, I mean, well, he, murder happened. <laughs> something happened. But, um, yeah, for I, different reasons. Yeah, I, I, able to, I saw that one. The show that was coming. Uh, more in more recent years, Preston Williams, maybe. Yeah, Preston Williams. Uh, I saw that one a couple times. He's gonna have a lot of promise, and then he just never. I don't know if it wasn't him getting the opportunity or he just didn't, you know, yeah, make catches at practice or whatever to get those those uh, minutes. But yeah, Tyler Bird was one. Um, For basketball, I think Scotty Hobson. 
People liked him, but I think he was one of the biggest letdowns of UT basketball yeah. of all time. Him, Robert Hubbs was another one. I saw Josiah on there, too, and it made me feel bad. But um, I mean, it's not wrong, though. Just, I mean, yeah, like him being a five-star, I guess. But, like, he has been productive. It, like, It's not like he has. Yeah, that, it's been, that, I would bust. The bus is definitely not. Yeah. I mean, like, Dylan, Dylan Bates didn't do anything when he came to Tennessee. Um. Trying to think of some Quay Parker was one of basketball that just didn't do anything and then left. I'm trying to think of some more. I know Travis Kozart, people mentioned that one quite a bit. Yeah. You know any baseball you can think Ooh, of? Baseball. See, like, baseball is, is weird because, like, you don't hear about these people until, like, like sometimes you do, I guess, now a little bit. But you, you don't really, like, hear a whole lot of them until they're on campus. Gotcha. Um, I can't think of any more. Khalil McKenzie, Shot Total, you know, those two guys were mentioned in there. Clint McKenzie was one that, like, I thought would dominate, and he just never did at this level. Is there any active right now that you can think of? I mean, I, I guess this team's not very built out. I mean, there's not – to judge off of, I guess there's not really anything stand out now. I was trying to think if there's any actives that haven't. Jaylen, I mean, Jalen McCullough is probably up there. Yeah. I hate to say that. I hate to be, you know, negative like that, but he hasn't – Done a whole lot to, you know, consider him to be anything. Now he has played, but it hasn't been. Jonathan Kongbo, I saw that a lot too on there. Jeremy Banks, not much for the boss. Jeremy Banks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew Richmond, I, I saw that a few times too. He was a five star that just didn't. He played it, but only because he had to, pretty much. Um, let's get to uh, stupidities. Y'all got some stupidities? For sure. Um, it's not really a stupidity, but I, I mean, it could definitely be tweaked to be a stupidity. I'm in no, no saying. I'll just get into it. I mean, you guys watched the UFC fight. You saw the whole Adesanya thing. I mean, mocking his kid. I think it's. Stupid that we don't do that more often. I a lot of people think it's. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say it's stupid that people think it's stupid. I think it's way more common that we need to mock like little ten year olds because we act like they're untouchable for some reason. It was it was pretty nice for anybody that didn't see. I'll say his quote. Uh, he Israel Adesanya knocked out Para and not only hit him with his own bone arrow move three times, which was dirty, um, but then also pointed to his. 10 year old son in the crowd and then pretended to mock his dad who just got knocked out and fell to the floor. So he said, I remember the first time Pereira knocked me out in Brazil and his son came into the ring and then started to lie dead next to me. And I'm like, you little fucking asshole. I'll whoop your ass if your dad don't do it for you. So then, yeah, he said he pointed at him and then just said like, Hey, got attention and pretend to fall asleep. So I think it's funny. I was watching it live and I thought, I didn't know that that was, I already thought it was funny enough that he was mocking Pereira. I did not realize it was a 10 year old son. Oh, oh, it wasn't he. Uh, was he zero and three against him or zero and two? Yeah, he was zero and three. Owen, 
Oh, and two in kickboxing and then oh, and one in UFC. I'm pretty sure maybe it was oh, and one in kickboxing. And, but yeah, they had a uh-huh. previous kickboxing career and Asanya was never able to. I was really the only person that handled Asanya like that. So great, great yeah. card on Saturday, though, if anyone got to watch it. Um, I don't really have a ton of stupid. I do have it's it's the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh yeah, and Rudy Gobert just slugging Kyle Anderson in the middle of the timeout. Yeah, it's like what? I mean, like you're trying to make like a playoff run, and you're over here punching your teammates. Who was the guy like two weeks ago that slapped a fan? I forget what that, who that was. Who was that? Was it? Pitcher, I think. Oh, that was no. There was a um, basketball. There was a Cardinals player that grabbed a hold of a fan because he called him a bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, that's what I'm. Thinking of. I don't remember. It was like that was someone in the crowd. It was uh, maybe it was an MLB game. It was definitely an MLB game. That's probably what it was. Mm. Um. But yeah, stop slapping fans and players. So. With this show, we have a, a group chat, um, and we have a save like notes folder. And so, like one day, we clicked on the notes folder, and there's just <laughs> these paragraphs of I don't know what, but it was from Joe, and I didn't. Know, you told on yourself. I didn't know it was from you. I mean, so, it was it had to be one of us. So I mean, <clears throat> you just took the blame. Yeah, so do you no, want to explain or or? or <laughs> I don't know. I think I was, I, I think what was happening was like, I'll go, like you'll go in the notes app and I'm just too lazy to open a new one. And I'm like, I've got like 300. So I'll just go to one. And I don't know if you've seen it before, but if you like are in the chat and you type and then you just keep pressing the middle button, you can make like stupid sentences. And I yeah. think that's what I might've been doing. Oh, um, you're just like talking. Were you doing like speaking to it? No, but if you like type like, they and then just keep spamming this middle button. It's like a thing on TikTok where you like oh, it's supposed okay. to like pick words for you. And so like it just did they have to do a test for you and then I'm assuming that's what happened. Maybe it was just a Saturday night and I was blackout and just had no idea what happened. But I've tried to read it. With- <laughs> I mean I it, I don't even remember what it said. It makes no sense at all. I mean it's not even like the English doesn't the words don't even verbiage together. So I don't really know what it was. That's what leads me to believe it was that but I don't even remember doing that. I uh, just like a, a I appreciate it. I appreciate you're that calm. Like, cause like when I first saw it, I was like, Oh no, somebody is getting bodied by their significant other. And here's, here's the reply back. <laughs> I want to read it again. Cause I'm so curious. <laughs> I guess you take a screenshot. It made absolutely no sense. No. And that's what I'm saying. It wasn't even like the context made no sense. Like I literally had a seizure trying to read the, the text. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I've got no idea. Anyway, yeah, I'll I'll put myself on the chopping block for that. Don't maybe put things I in notes after shared. <laughs> I love it. Um, Dylan, you got any stupidities? Uh, no, not I can think of offhand. Damn it, you had one job. I know. Well, happy birthday tomorrow, man. I'm not. This yeah, is me telling you happy birthday. I'm not going to tell you tomorrow. So, hopefully, you don't have Kayla's tomorrow birthday paid. Yeah, Caleb got the the runs on his birthday. He had to dip out. Um, wish him good yeah, luck. good luck. Um, sorry it happened. 
But uh, that's all we got, guys. Thanks for listening. Also, go go. I forgot to do this, but uh, go um, to the Volunteer Club. We have a link in our anchor page. Uh, go to that. Join it today. Um, lots of NIL events. Uh, keep Tennessee winning. This is a good way to do that. Um, is to join the Volunteer Club. You got you get ton of um, accessories and stickers and um, just a lot of stuff, sign memorabilia stuff like that. So just go check that out and uh, and join today. Um, I don't know what you're doing. Twenty five hundred is is kind of weak for Tennessee fans. So uh, y'all got to get on that. If y'all have any questions, reach out reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer those. Um, thanks again, and we're bringing the boat in, and we out. <laughs>